Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome into this quick hitter episode. Um, we recorded last night, um, and this week we had on Antonio Turan of Antonio Turan Sports Podcast on YouTube. You, my um, boy. Yeah, yeah. We go over uh, what it's like being a, a fan in a different market. He's from the D.C. area, originally from Kansas City. Uh, we go over some of the hot topics of week eight in this season, kind of dive into our reaction to the debacle in Denver over the weekend, and uh, our thoughts on the team heading into next week in Germany and uh, what the potential future for the Chiefs looks like. Uh, so look forward to that episode releasing here later today. Um, but after we recorded last night, uh, Schefter breaking news. Um, <laughs> Fucking bombs <laughs> drop, bro. For real. Um, I, I think it was like 1230 at night. I sent a, sent a group text out and was like, the Raiders just fired their head coach and GM. And I'm glad we didn't record anything about that because – by the time we woke up, they had fired more people. <laughs> the offensive coordinator is also gone, and they fired Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so, <laughs> essentially, a whole lot much, going yeah. on. A whole lot going on. So, Yvonne, kick us off here. Um, how are you feeling? What are your thoughts? <laughs> Where are you at with uh, Vegas right now? Well, I mean, it, listen. It, I really don't even know. To, to, at first, whenever I saw your text that 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 they had let go of their GM and uh, head coach of Josh, um, bro, I I was like, is it April? Like, are we is it April first? Like, surely it's not April Fool's Day because this is ridiculous. Like, they're not even the worst team. I really don't understand really what they're doing. Like, I don't know if if Mark Davis just decided to be like, hey, you know what? Just woke up today and decided to be an owner. I don't know. He took um, a midday nap and woke up and chose <laughs> violence. Right, exactly. Because I really, like, like somebody said it earlier in this morning, like, like, like this, like, this is something that probably should have been done over the, the off season, you know, like, they're not right now, like, they're not necessarily the worst team in the NFL. They're not the best at, at all, but, you know, they're not – they're throwing in the towel. And I, to me, it feels like they're throwing in the towel when, um, you know, I feel like they got a little bit something to fight for. Not like they're going to make the playoffs, so I don't know if it makes sense. To me, it's just it's just more of a uh, – in our interview with uh, with with Tonio, one of the things that he says on there is that Cowboys do Cowboys things. Well, this is pretty much Raiders doing Raider things. Mm-hmm. Um, very much so. One of the things, the stats that I heard this morning and kind of just blew my mind, I told you earlier, um, this is in, in, the, in the time that Kansas City has had Andy Reid, this is – the uh, Los Angeles Raiders, or the Raiders, I guess, because they used to be Oakland. The Raiders have had 17 head coaches in the time that we've had Andy Reid. And, I think and, they've had three or four years where they had interim coaches, too. In that oh, team. yeah, for sure. This is back-to-back years uh, or back-to-back head coaches that, that they left go in the middle of the season. Um, so... To me, it's just – I don't know what they are thinking necessarily. Um, I, I know it's something that needed to be done. I think everybody um, – it's not – I don't think anybody's really surprised about the move. Everybody's surprised about the timing. Yeah, and and I think that's really the only – to me, I 
I kind of question the timing, but at the same time, I totally get it because what I, what I think probably happened, what I hypothesize is it was not one thing this season that brought everything to an end. I think when you look back at the tenure of these two guys, it's like, okay, we sold Devontae Adams on coming here so he could play with his college quarterback and their friendship was one of the big things that it seemed like um, influenced Devontae to want to go to Oakland and sign to be there. He thought, okay, great. We got a new head coach. We're going to build this new offense. And I've, I know Derek and I trust Derek and he will get me the ball wherever um, I need it. And he'll, he'll take the risks um, that are necessary for a Devontae Adams like receiver. Devontae is really good at getting eight yards away from his defender but he's also incredibly skilled at having a guy draped all over him and still making the catch. It's one of those, Mm -hmm. he's open when he's not open. And Mm -hmm. it is clear that Jimmy G does not um, feel comfortable throwing. He doesn't doesn't have the confidence level that Derek Carr did in those Mm -hmm. things. And they're they're Honestly, that I, I think that's part of it too, is why did we get rid of Derek Carr to bring in Jimmy G it's you know like one of them does some stuff better than the other but like what what did we gain from that and mm-hmm. and Devonte has been pretty open about like i don't know what the hell i'm doing here mm-hmm. i don't know why they have me like i thought i was gonna be here with Derek, and why aren't they throwing me the ball and i've been a part of multiple offenses and multiple offensive coordinators and multiple head coaches and they all realize throw me the freaking ball because I'm really good and it makes everybody else's job easier. And that's the thing I think that really kind of that I think is what broke it all down. And I think when you look at the GM getting canned too, the decisions that they made, they just don't make sense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we have Hunter Renfro who's, we, we know what he can do and mm-hmm. that our type of receiver is prevalent in a lot of offenses well, let's just not do any of the stuff that he does well. We'll just make sure he doesn't do those things. We'll just make put him on the bench. You know, why, why we paid him a lot of money. Let's just, why use him? You know, Josh Jacobs, I don't understand how you take the league's leading <laughs> rusher and turn him into like the lowest yard per carry guy in the league. And I think it's just all Did of you... that stuff coming together. It's fine. Yes, I know exactly where you're going. Like, how do we fix the <laughs> offense? Like, that ain't my job. What the hell do you want? I'm the running back, bro. Like, if anything, I'm goes, that ain't my it's job. me and the punter. Nobody gives a shit about us. Like, we're on equal level. Like, if that's... anything, I was screaming, give me my money. I ain't. Yeah. So, I, and it makes sense to me in the fact that, okay, the direction that the guys in charge of everything are taking this team it's what they haven't built anything what have the raiders established over mcdaniels and uh the gm's tenure as like this is what the team is nobody knows nobody yep. no including the players and the coaches nobody has any idea mm-hmm. so jettison the hell out of the guys that are at the top I, i'm sure that um the conversations that mark davis had with those guys he just wasn't getting the answers that he wanted. And Probably. so you, you pull the trigger and you say, get the hell out of Dodge and let's see what we've got. Um, evaluate the young talent on the team. Kind of to your point, they know they're not going to, if we make the playoffs, what are the likelihood that we're going to be able to make a run? Not very right. high. So just can it while you can 
try and get your uh, your draft pick as high as you possibly can. And it gives you all the time in the world now to have conversations with any of the college guys, or um, you can take a really good evaluation now of all of these uh, potential head coaching candidates. Um, the dark horse and all this to me, I mean, obviously the big names that are going to come out are, uh, you know, Big Lou in in uh, Cincinnati, defensive coordinator out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the coordinator for the Panthers defense, who was the the Broncos coordinator, um, he had them playing at a, just an insane level, and that Panthers defense is playing at a really good level. I wouldn't be surprised if you hear him um, being rattled around as a potential hire. Uh, honestly, if Mark Davis is smart, he probably reaches out to Washington and sees about the availability of Eric Bieniemy. I I was literally thinking about that. And uh, then Detroit, uh, Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator up there. Mm -hmm. I think, I think if they can, if you can bring a guy who's offensive, offensive minded in it, it seems pretty clear to me that the defensive coaches on this staff have got their stuff figured out. And uh, part of the reason that the Raiders defense doesn't have the numbers or, or, um, you know, stats wise might not look as good as I think their defensive unit actually is, is because the offense is so bad. Um, it it kind of lopsides, you know, time on the field and, and what's going on. And I, I can't imagine that you can keep playing at uh, Max Crosby insanity level game in <laughs> and game out, play in and play out as a defensive unit when you have no faith in the right. person calling plays and the offense. And I don't know how you get Devonte Adams and the pass catchers to keep going at top tier effort when, Hey, I can get 30 yards wide open and it doesn't freaking matter. Cause my quarterback can't get the ball to me. So right. why should I right, keep right, going right. at high, high level effort? So I think it's, this is uh, one of those teams where the Raiders are now one of the scariest spoiler teams, probably moving forward. They traditionally seem to do really well under their interim coaches. So mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe you hire a guy just to fire. Yeah, him well, that's 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 really honestly one of the things I was going to say is I'm really kind of uh, interested to see how Antonio Pierce because he's the one that is was going to take over for the linebacker for head coach. coach. Right? Yeah, well, he was actually uh, yeah he was actually a linebacker for the Giants, and I I, I remember him mm-hmm. I remember him playing to be honest. Me too, but. The reason why I was interested to see how it was going to do, they showed a lot of clips of him, even though he's a linebacker, uh, of him talking to a lot of different uh, players. Like, I think they they showed him on the uh, last game, on the Monday night game, talking to Crosby. And Crosby, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like accepting the feedback, you know, really well. So and then I guess that they've shown uh, multiple multiple clips of him doing that. So if if he actually has the attention of the players better than McDaniel's, uh, I'm interested to see how they respond to him. Um, but do you think um, one of the reasons why they're gone is um, like their inability? Like, do you think the last the last straw to break the camel's back per se was them not doing a move on, on trade on like on the last day of trade for, 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 I, the, for the trade the deadline. I definitely, because, 
I definitely think, I don't know if it's like, I don't know if I would subscribe it to because they didn't do it at the deadline. I think it's a, I think that's the easy way to say it, but I think the, the way I would state it is the lack of creativity and, and any sort of deal making to set them up for the future. It's, I think that is kind of where it was. Right. So, well, that's what so I'm yes, saying. they didn't, they didn't pull the trigger at the deadline and it's like, yo, how about we like, get what are we doing? First, exactly. why, why don't we get a why don't we trade a first and a fourth? Somebody mm-hmm. give us a one and a four or a two and a three for Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. There are mul- this year offenses down all across the league. You're not going to do anything with Devontae. He's clearly not happy. Yes, you can probably turn things around with a new coach and maybe a new quarterback and, you know, moving forward. But this year is going to be a struggle. This year is going to be a hard year for anybody that's on that team. So I think, yeah, that was, I think that was kind of the final nail in the coffin for these two is he probably had conversations with them and was like, all right, so what are you guys thinking? You know, what are we working? Who are we talking to? What potential, you know, deals are out there? And they just were like, oh, well, what do you mean? why would we make any deals where we're right where we need to be? And he's like, okay, if y'all think where we need to be, get the hell out of here. Cause this yeah. is not, this is, you've had basically a year and a half to get things put together and nothing has looked good. And not, and, not at all. And the, the issues that plagued him in Denver um, seem to be the exact same issues that he has here. It's an inability to, um, customize his offense for the the players that he actually has. If you don't mm-hmm. fit the role that he has, then you don't play. Exactly. Like, Brother, That's... you have not done anything as a head coach for any of these guys to respect you in that way. Exactly. You were, you were really good as a coordinator when Tom Brady was throwing the ball. He had a decent run with Jimmy G. Like he, don't get me wrong, but it's like the entire structure of everything else around that success was not Josh McDaniels um, doing. And it's like he walked into these head coaching spots and was like, oh, well, this is just how it works. I come in and I tell everybody what to do and I don't listen to anybody else. And they just do what I what they're told. It's the age old thing. Like, uh, I feel people, like people don't quit their jobs. They quit their boss. Right. And, and clearly there are players on that team that have quit their jobs per se. <laughs> Because of the boss. I feel like he's trying to take uh, Belichick's uh, resume uh, without actually doing the work, per se. He's trying to take his reputation without mm-hmm. without actually, you know, doing doing the work. But, mm-hmm. but for me, um, just lastly on this, or uh, the last thing I really have on it, it it's kind of hard for me to, to feel sorry for Devontae, per se. Because it's like at, at the same time, like you know, what what did you expect? You know, you signed the big contract to play with your buddy in in Vegas, but I mean, you can't really expect them to to be nobody. Nobody really expected them to to win multiple rings or anything like that. If anything, maybe make the Pro Bowls and stuff like that. But once he was gone, like it was, it, it's hard for me to to. Uh, to feel sorry for someone who kind of put himself in those situations per se. Cause obviously he followed the money, not the, not the football. Well, I, now he's complaining about I the feel, football. I feel badly for him though, because 
it is clear that when he went in there, they were like, all right, here's the plan, Devontae. You and Derek, you, you guys are the foundational pieces of this with Josh Jacobs. We are going to structure the offense around you guys. We have a great running game, probably the best running game you've been a part of in your career. Uh, yeah, you don't have an Aaron Rodgers level talent at quarterback, but I think we have better pieces around so that you can, the offense should be able to flow through you much easier than it has. And we already know you're like a top tier guy. So even if we didn't have the help, we know what you can do yeah. and we're going to, we're going to build this thing up. We're going to invest in the future. And then, you know, by year two, year three, we should have this, this ship really heading the right direction. And then year one, it's like, wait, why are you, why aren't, why aren't you guys committing to Derek? Like what the hell is going on? You told the whole reason I came here, the main pitch point that you gave me was this is what we're going to do. Right. And then I, I show up and you're like, Oh no, we just lied. We just yep. lied. Exactly. Like, wait, what? I, like I, I, I'm only here because of this set up here. And, and I show up and you're like, Oh no, why would we do Psych. what we told you we're going to do? Why would we try and be good? Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like the no, Raiders we're gonna have really in, shown. Right. I've really shown. And we won't put him through a physical, so he might not actually be healthy in his shoulder to be able to throw the football. But why would we make sure that that's okay? We just we'll just let Derek Carr go and we'll bench him. Who gives a shit about, you know, Derek Carr being here for life and wanting to be here for life and his entire family and everything that he does being positive and beneficial? Who cares that every player that's played with him likes him as a human being and as a player? Who cares that he's clearly shown he can get uh, crappy offenses to play really hard. We don't need that. Let's go get the guy San Francisco doesn't want anymore. That's who we need right. because Josh Daniels apparently likes Jimmy G. Um, so I yeah. think all of those things lined up to where Mark Davis was like, my best player on this team is losing his mind. The, the second top tier pass rusher that we had to pair with Max Crosby legitimately has gone insane. Chandler Jones straight up mm-hmm. is in a bad way mentally. Well, and I mean, like, listen, what has the team done to try and help? Like, I think that the head coach and the GM have a piece in that. Like, we know how Antonio Brown was the moment he left Pittsburgh and everybody went, oh, my God, Mike Tomlin. How good right. of a people person are you? Because yep. you were able to keep those guys pointed in the right direction. And it's clear there were some toxic egos with Le'Veon, with AB, with Ben, you know, the jealousy in the wide receiver core with Juju. And you dealt with Chase Claypool. And it's you had Mike Williams there for like, wow, yep, yep, look yep. at what he's been able to do in keeping this team together and always pulling the rope the same direction. And from day one, the rope was frayed and split and nobody seems to be pulling it in the same direction and mike Mc, and uh, josh mcdaniel seems to like oh i'll pull this direction today and uh then uh, tomorrow i'm gonna go over here and an hour later i'm gonna pull on that one and it's like bro nobody yep. knows where to follow you at because you don't like you're not giving us any sense of direction um the last thing i'll kind of say on this is uh i don't know how i how can you be optimistic moving forward as a Raiders fan when the track record over the last, like you said, the last 10 years is just atrocious. 
Mm-hmm. It's like Mark Davis, you need to stop making decisions for your team. Like find somebody who you actually trust to like run football operations and just get out of the fucking way. Exactly. Because it seems like the more you're involved in this, you you are clearly not as skilled with this stuff as your father was. Um you know, and and, and even I hate- then, I mean, no, no offense to you know Al, great Al, but listen, some of the decisions that he would make, I mean, there for the last you know few years, all I remember is him drafting the first. Well, when, the, the, when he hit when guy. he hit eighty plus years old and didn't relinquish any of the power, now it makes a lot more sense. Like, yes, he made some bad decisions, but at least he was convicted. Yep. He knew what he wanted, what he was aiming for, what he was looking for. He just was out of touch at that point. And it's this, it's like, like father, like son, they're both just seem to be completely out of touch with how to actually run the team in a successful manner. Um, yeah. You know, I don't think McDaniels was a right hire. I think I everybody was questioning that when he got hired. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I, I feel bad for the players. I don't feel bad for the organization. The yep. organization has has dug the grave for themselves. And rather than putting dirt back in the hole, they just it's like, well, let's just keep digging. And at some point <laughs> we'll find a way out of here. It's like, bro, you have you have a decade now of just digging this hole. Mm-hmm. And you know, all of these things, like who's gonna want to sign to play in Vegas moving forward unless you make like the rock star head like, coaching decision and even at that or gm like, what why would i actually want to commit to you guys you've shown me you can't commit to the leadership on the team so look at what you did to Devonte. like at least you could have tried to do right by Devonte and flip him for something that's going to help the team but if you're going to sign me to a long-term deal and then make the team bad why would i want to finish my career here mm-hmm I know that's why one of the things that I'm interested to see is how because for the most part, I've never seen an interim coach get hired, even though for the most part, some of the interim coaches do better than the head coaches. I've never really seen an interim head coach uh, get hired to be the the head coach. So I'm really interested to see if Antonio uh, Pierce does well. Do they keep do they keep them? Um, Versace did really well, and they didn't keep him. And it seemed like that's he what had I'm the team exactly. Rallied around he had the it, team, so. yeah. Again, so I, you can't trust their decision making. Exactly, that's exactly what I'm saying. So I mean, that's another thing that I'm interested to see what uh, moving forward. The best thing the Raiders um, leadership team did in their tenure, um, in this latest tenure, was it's, it's kind of dumb, but it, it <laughs> the best thing they did was trading for Devontae Adams and making him the highest paid wide receiver in the league because by proxy, they traded Tyree kill away from the chiefs mm-hmm. because if that deal doesn't get done, the numbers don't jump. The deal that we had in place for Tyreek probably stands pat and he's still on the chiefs. So <laughs> I guess, I guess the best thing they did in sucking was making a terrible decision to trade for a hall of fame wide receiver without having a quarterback to throw him the ball. Because by domino effect and ripple effect, it caused the Chiefs to get rid of Tyree Kill. <laughs> yep. No, <laughs> so, that's true. Yeah. Congratulations. Your ineptness <laughs> somehow. The clock was right twice a day. You made a terrible decision for your team. 
um, but you got some sort of a payback for it from the division yeah. rival. Didn't yeah. serve him any well uh, last year and uh, probably won't this year, but hey, uh, silver linings wherever you can find them, Raiders fans. I, uh, I have no love loss for the Raiders. I don't hate the Raiders nearly like some Chiefs fans do. I just don't really care about Same. them because they're bad. It- like same i don't need to be hateful to you I, that feels mean you guys you, you guys do i mean we don't we don't necessarily have to you guys are doing that all to yourselves doing a pretty good job at it too so mm-hmm. we're just well, and the last thing i'll say and then we can kind of pop off on this uh update here is as as lifelong chiefs fans we have paid our dues with sucking bad coaching mm-hmm. bad decisions um weird general manager choices and and things of that nature veterans that we wanted to keep not being kept all that stuff has happened so um we do our best here to not not be like those patriots dynasty run fans where um we get high and mighty um and forget about the the low points in our fandom exactly it, it, it it lets me feel badly for raider fans because we remember those days. Um, shout, shout out Ugo uh, down yep. there in Miami. He's in hostile yep. territory. He's a Raider fan in Miami. Your your older brother. Um, we've given him crap for years, but that that man um, has earned all of my respect as a Raiders fan because he's still it. He's still in it. He's yep. still in it. So you Raiders fans that are out there listening, um, we hate you on game day for sure. But outside of that. Um, I, I am but, hoping that you guys get get stuff turned around. Your your fandom, uh, Raider Nation deserves a quality product to root behind, and I, I don't mind having uh, competition in the division. I was, so, what I was just about to say um, I would be very interested to see if uh, some competition ever comes along. If those team, if the teams in our division are better, maybe it falls uh, with with our team being a little more aggressive um, and some of the moves are, are things. I, I agree. That making. I agree. Very, I agree on that one too, actually. So, so, but yeah. All right. Well on that one, uh, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. Shout out to you Raider nation. Uh, as always, uh, idiots out. Idiots out. Deuces. Yep. Yep. Look out for our interview with Tonya Charan coming next. <laughs>